Shot. He scores! And the Ballers win! Helena is no longer undefeated! I'm not superstitious, but I am a little stitious. Barons win! Barons win! Cody Jansen stopped 92 out of 95 shots, including a penalty shot in overtime. Somehow he still only wound up the third star of the game. You like that? Jansen has a heart. You're smoking crack! It's Wednesday. Let that ride. We're buzzing. Let's go. It's Wednesday, November 9th. Short work week. Hope you're enjoying it. Connect us on Twitter anytime at World Hockey RPT. We are presented by Every Game Sportsbook. Use the link in our bio, punch in promo code WHR, and grab your bonus today. The best place to bet on sports and hockey in general. Every Game Sportsbook link is in our bio. Okay, you can join the chat today, and we'll let it fly, because there's a lot I want to hear from you about. I'm on Twitter at Janner on PXP if you want to connect with me there personally, but there's been a lot going on in the hockey world, and that's an understatement. There's some serious topics we have to get to. There's some serious conversations we have to have in the hockey world, and we are going to get to that because from the morning skate, Adam Brown here in a matter of moments, but we will go over last night's scores. I know you guys love a couple of quick hitters on the thoughts. Arizona beats Buffalo 4-1. Zamboni broke in Buffalo. That's funny. Go check it out if you want. Vegas still a wagon 4-3 over Toronto. Vancouver poverty franchise beats Ryan Reynolds. Send 6-4. New Jersey over Calgary 3-2. The Flames suck. They need a spark plug. They need a Matthew Kachuk. I don't know what's going on there. Islanders over the Rangers 4-3. Sorry, Cad Flyers absolutely pummeling the teeth of the St. Louis Blues 5-1. Montreal beats Detroit. Bunch of frauds. Edmonton over Tampa 3-2. Jack Campbell sick. 35 saves for him. Winnipeg 5-1 over Dallas. Probably a boring hockey game. Didn't watch it. Seattle beats Nashville 5-1. They scored on like four of their first nine shots. Something outrageous. The Preds, well, you let a pretty good Sasky goalie go. And then the Minnesota Wild put you to sleep at night, losing one nothing to the LA Kings. Game tonight, we'll get to our best bets a little bit later on, but we might as well bring him on. He's waiting. It is Brownie from the Morning Skate Podcast. Brownie, you know exactly why you're here, and it's been a terrible week to be a Boston Bruins fan. It's been a terrible week yeah. to be hockey world in general because there has been so many issues with this team with this organization and and to top it off they're having the best season you know possible and then they go out of their way to sign Mitchell Miller first off I know you read the statement from uh the diversity alliance today give me your thoughts on that because that really hit me this morning. I had to take five minutes and just really digest it. From the victim, right? The yes, one. Yeah, from my thanks, for, thanks for having me on. I appreciate you. Always me a pleasure on. to talk to you. And I'm glad we're not talking about the uh, Pens losing streak. So that's always nice too. Uh, <laughs> no, it's uh, that that statement was horrible. Absolutely horrible. It's one of those things like you. You have to look at it. You have to read it. You have to digest it in order to move forward, I think. And it just, it's, I got to be careful because I don't want to get, I get emotional. It really hits home, this kind of stuff. And I I don't want to get emotional and get you in trouble when I start 
talking like Ted and I normally do on the podcast. Um, but it's such a comedy. It's a tragedy of errors. It's not even a comedy of errors of how simple these steps the Bruins could have taken. The fact that people are still arguing today for this kid to still come on to the Bruins or to join the Bruins organization, even with what's been released. And to read that the victim statement was horrifying. And all it would have taken was a simple phone call, you know, and all that would have been avoided. All they had to do was reach out to Bruins. So why do you think, do you think Don Sweeney did any research here? Do you think he just took the no. word of someone and said, I, that counts? I think what happened, and if you heard that, I'm going to put up uh, quote marks for that interview that uh, Cam and Strick podcast did with yeah. the agent. I mean, it was more of a propaganda speech. Um, he, the guy, the agent said, and I think Neely or I don't remember if it was Neely or Sweeney, one of their statements alluded to it, that they sat for hours with the agent, with the player and the player's parents. Well, <laughs> Yeah, you, you're going to walk into a job interview and say, hey, listen, I know I got some baggage, but it really wasn't one incident. It was eight years of abuse, and here's the whole litany of everything I did to this poor kid. He's going to put his best foot forward, and his agent, as as much of a clown show as that interview was, he is doing his job, which is trying to secure the bag for his player or as much money as he can get. So he's spinning it as, this is what I was told, and I choose to believe this. I, if I find out any more, I'm going to be lying. So this is where I'm stopping. And, you know, it's, I, I don't, I don't see, you know, the Harvard guys always got to be the smartest guy in the room. Not this time. You know, it just, it's a huge stain to me. And like I said to Ked, or maybe in my blog, I said it in my entire life of watching and supporting this team, this is by far the worst thing they've ever done. And you did write a good blog. Brownie's got it up at Morning Skate as well. Highly recommend go and read it. it. It's a lot of raw thoughts, and, I, and that's why I respect. That's why you and Ked know I love you guys, and that's why we have you on the pod and show like this, because you're not afraid to sugarcoat something. That, that's exactly what we do here as well, too. There's there's no reason to hold back. And, and I, I, I do like Cam and Strick. I, I think from a friend perspective, from a show perspective, They've done a lot of good. They have a lot of open yep. conversations, but I also think that giving this guy the platform without maybe as much kickback as one would have hoped, that can be considered problematic. That's definitely a piss off to some people. What really got me was the agent who shall not be named. It might've been the first or the second answer when they talked about why work with him. And he goes, well, he was a good player in the USHL. I I hate that argument. Well, he's a good player. Well, well that's, that's why he deserves. Ruins, you know, he's a good player. No one gives a shit about how good right. of a player he is. No one gives a damn if he can go put up 100 points in juniors. No, because that's not what hockey should be about. That's not what it's about. That's why Patrice Bergeron's willing to speak up because there's stuff bigger than the game. And where this kid got caught, I'll say it, he got caught, was being a shitty human being. That's bigger than hockey. 100%. And if this kid was such the angel and such a reformed former garbage person, then why weren't they having press conferences? You know, why, why not? Why, why cherry pick where you're going? And everything that that agent said, people have come out like the... Um, that was going to be uh, my next I, question for you. Yeah, I well, I have it. I made some notes because I didn't want to forget anything. The uh, The... The executive director of the American Special Hockey Association 
said that they never responded to a single invitation to come to Arizona or Ohio, even though on the podcast, he said that they were working with them. The Carnegie Initiative saying that they were approached to work with Villa, but never did, even though he alluded to the fact that he was working with them. He said he spoke to Akeem Alou. You saw the HDA's uh, thing yesterday that they put out. I mean, it's just lie after lie after lie after lie. It's just uh, horrible, horrible. And again, we're getting a lot of tweets coming at us right now. Yes, this the show is going to be circulated around the Boston Bruins and Mitchell Miller. I really don't give a damn. That's what we're talking about today. That's why Brownie's on the show. Adam's in the chat as well. It's hard for him. He goes back and forth. Well, Adam, I, I, again, there is a way that I see Mitchell Miller having a second chance. He hasn't done anything to earn that yet. So I'm curious, Adam, your thoughts on what would make you go the way that he should be playing for the Boston Bruins, because I think that there is a lot of work and we're not talking about an apology in a couple months of community service. We're talking years and years of actually show something, you know, you don't just get a second chance because you want one. And when your agent's going and lying about places that you are helping out, that only hurts it, and that only tarnishes your reputation, in my mind. Well, and when this kid first came out to Arizona, one of the stipulations that's come out now was that teams that interviewed him were not allowed to ask about this incident. So, you know, and there's like, there's there's so many things against what the the BS that they're that they're peddling, and you know, like. The, the other kid, McKee, I don't know how you say the other kid's name, the other bully, was very emotional and distraught in court, where Miller was like a blank face. Like, the judge even said he showed no remorse. Like, I mean, if you realize your pro hockey career is, is there, I mean, you would think you would do a scintilla of effort to make things right, you know? It's just, yeah, Adam yeah, every- Adam responds and said everyone deserves a second chance, but you have to earn that chance. That That's bang Fair. on. I, I think Brownie would agree with that. I think I would agree with that. I, I think everyone in the NHL, I think Patrice Bergeron would agree with that. Like, I'm not saying, okay, this kid should never play hockey again. He should never work again. But I'm talking about I want to see years of you mm-hmm. going out and proving. I, I You know, if he would have said – Hey, I just signed an entry level contract. I've taken these steps, actual steps to make myself better. And I'm going to donate every penny of profit for my first three year contract. Like every penny of that to the HDA, or I'm going to do this to support an initiative. All of a sudden you're going, well, that's actual steps. I know not everything's about money, but Brownie, don't kid yourself here. There has to be actual monetary. There has to be actual time committed to making things right. Well, there's there's second chances and then there's rewards. Okay, yes. so uh, a second chance is I'm not I'm not saying this kid should be you know go live in the woods and you know what I mean and have to you know hunt with his bare hands to make a meal on his table. He can go get a job. Okay, I don't think that this kid should get another chance at pro hockey at any level in, a, in the United States, I mean, he wants to go over to KHL and they'll probably treat him like a hero. Who knows? Based on some of the stuff we've seen out of these other leagues, but he shouldn't get this chance because he's a good hockey player and he's a piece of garbage human being because he's good at hockey. I'm, I'm not, you can go get a job, right? You can come work. You want to come work with me? I, I, I'll give him, I'll give him hours. Right. I mean, it's going to be a tough time for him. I'll tell you that, but he can come have hours with me, but it shouldn't be rewarded this behavior. And that's yeah. what they're trying to do. 
And these people that are arguing, I said to one guy who I was going back and forth with, uh, I was like, well, what if this was a, what if this was the Toronto Maple Leafs? How would you feel? And he goes, oh, well, they're a garbage organization. So I could see them doing it. I'm like, take off your black and gold rose colored glasses. You know, it's bigger than the Boston Bruins and, and Sweeney and Neely. I mean, good night. I mean, talk about wiping out your reputation in a single weekend. So who deserves more blame? You got to pick one. Who deserves more blame? Well, I, you, I mean, listen, I own my own company and Neely doesn't own the Bruins, but he's at the top, right? If, if a guy working for me screws something up, it's ultimately my responsibility as the supervisor. So, I mean, you know, they would fall at Neely's feet and, you know, for him to say that we, you know, we didn't do enough due diligence. I mean, I don't know. I, I kind of find out, find out the whole story in about a day and a half. Supposedly they were talking to this guy for six months and they couldn't see through it. And maybe it's being in a isolated insular bubble, you know, at, at Causeway Street and they're, and they're, uh, they're isolated and they're in an echo chamber a little bit to a degree and no one's standing up uh, to say, hey, this is a dumb play. Um, but hey, Cam, Don, if you need me, I'm available. I'm happy to come in there and tell you when you're about to step on your joint. So, you know, I, I, it's, it's mind boggling to me that they could be this tone deaf. Um, I ultimately, unfortunately, as much as I love them as a player, Neely's the president, right? Ignore my ignorance here, though, but it's not Neely signing off on the contract, correct? It would be Sweeney signing off on the contract. Sweeney signing off on the contract, who actually came out and said, I don't know if I could forgive this if it happened to my own kid. Well, then what are you doing, right? First off, I get it. The cupboard's bare for prospects, and this is a, a very good player. So you bring them in. I mean, first warning sign is the news releases on a Friday afternoon. Talk about your classic dump, right? Try to hide it. And he even said, like, I'll drive this kid to the airport if things go south. Is that normal GM speak when you have a signing? No. So, you know, they're never going to. I honestly don't know. I, I could see either of them could go. I could see both of them going. And like I said, it pains me. I, I thought they were both great players for the team. and they've conducted themselves in a professional manner up until Friday at about three o'clock. Do you think the owners take any action? I know the ownership in Boston's already a hot topic. Do you think they intervene at any point here? Uh, I assume at some point, the only way the owner is going to get involved if it affects the bottom line, because that's been the knock on the Jacobs family for years is that they're not, I think the true passionate owner is a fan. Okay, Uh, and I don't think they're fans. I think it's a business investment for them. And that's always been the knock. They spend, but they spend to make. Right. And, you know, everybody. Listen, we're in New England. I'm not a Pats fan, but Robert Kraft was a fan. And that's why the team is so good, because he looks at it as a fan and he has that he has that memory. I'm a Raiders fan, so I really shouldn't talk about football at all. But, you know, you can tell the fans, like, uh, I forget the guy who owns the Philadelphia Eagles. He loves it. Uh, Lurie, right? Jeff Lurie, I think his name is. But he's a fan. And that, and, and I think the fans are smart enough uh, to realize when someone's going through the motions and it's a financial thing versus when they're a true, passionate fan who happens to own a team, you know? Do you so think I any think... sponsors will pull out? 
Like we saw it with Hockey Canada. Again, that's that's our neck of the yeah. woods up north of the border. Yeah. Hockey Canada was forced to make changes when the people filling their pockets stood up and told them to kick rocks. Do you think anyone in the Boston Bruins, you know, sponsorship circle, partnership circle is going to actually do anything? Or are they like, well, he actually got released already, kind of, so we're not going to do it? I, yeah, I think it's the latter, what you said. I think they were like, he's released. And I think what's going to happen Shitty. with the Bruins is apparently there was a scout who was really promoting this kid. Uh, some fan went through and figured it out. And he was liking all the parents' social media nonsense and everything. My guess is that scout's going to be the sacrificial lamb. I forget his name. I don't have it even written down. No, I, I know who you're talking about. I we don't. Need, I, I'm not going to throw him under the bus. Although I, I do think it's it's easy to find and it's a very shady move for sure. But at the end of the day, the person who signed off on the dotted line didn't do their research, and that's why I think Don Sweeney should be fired. Like I, I think it's. I, I mean, I hate how they put Neely in front of the camera as well. And, and I really, they, they need to be trotting Sweeney out there too ASAP as possible. But like, there's no reason why Don Sweeney should have a job after this. Well, if you want to make the argument about who shouldn't have been in front of the camera, everyone saw Bergeron go on TSN. I mean, yeah. give me a break. The, the franchise is off to its best start in franchise history. And this isn't the Kraken who's been around for two years. This is a hundred years and this is their best start. And then they do this and then they trot literally the perfect human out there, Bergeron, because no one's got an issue with Bergeron and make him just like they did with Cassidy. When they turfed Cassidy, they had Bergeron out in front on that one too. And it's, you're hiding in my opinion and both of them, either of them. But like you said, this was, this sounds to me from everything you read that this was Sweeney's call, bringing him in, signing the kid saying all that stuff up front, you know, and it's not like he's covered himself in glory. He stuck with his, his neck out for this freaking kid. Yeah. That's, yeah. that's the issue. That's why I say Sweeney's got to go. You can't be like, Oh, yep. This one's on me. I'll drive him back to the airport. If it doesn't work. That means you are fully vouching for this yeah. kid. It blows up in your face. You don't deserve to be a damn GM in the NHL. And Adam, and I get you where he says, like Adam chimes in here and says, hey, you know what? I've been to Angel, had second, third chances. I fully agree. People deserve second and third chances if they own up to what they did, if they take steps in the right direction. And I get it. You can go back and forth and have that conversation in your head on if Mitchell Miller deserves a chance. I'm not saying I haven't. Everyone's had it of what would he have to do to make it right. I, I Again, I've said it's going to take years. And that's yep. not an understatement. That's not like years of sitting behind, you know, in your basement and not actually stepping in front of a camera. No, have an honest conversation. Take steps to actually do something right. Don't just try slide this away as a Friday afternoon press release that you're back in the NHL. That's a huge and I, issue. And, I, and that comes and down Neely, to Sweeney and company. When Neely came out on Monday morning, it was just Neely, no Sweeney. And it was at 9.15 on a Monday, and Nesson didn't even carry it. I had to go online through, I think it was sportsnet.ca. But Nesson's a partner of the team, and so they're not going to want anything negative there. It, it's let's, insane. Let's, let's, let's clear it. Let's, let's shine some light on this. Let's yeah. not hide. You know, you All right, listen, you screwed up. So you screwed up by not doing your due diligence. Now you're going to try to hide and not do your due diligence, which is to stand up there and take the hits and move forward. So it's it's comp it's the same mentality compounding. 
thousand percent. No, I and again we've seen it in other markets too. It's Vancouver yep. comes to mind where it's you know team broadcasters refuse or team broadcast partner refuse to talk about any of the negatives. I, I mean, it's sad. How do I how, how do I word this next one? I, I guess simply put, do you think the NHL actually puts any punishment on the Boston Bruins? I don't know. Uh, I, I honestly don't know. I don't know what they legally can, because um, there's been some murkiness there about Bettman actually saying what he said. Uh, like if that was over the line or out of the line uh, for what they do. Uh, one thing that bothered me too, and I'm sure the uh, the Diversity Alliance will get involved with this. The NHLPA stepped up to say you can't just summar- summarily yeah. dismiss someone. Well, where was the NHLPA when Kyle Beach was going through his stuff? I think at that time they said they couldn't get involved because he wasn't in the NHL. So you either can or you can't. You can't pick and choose. Wow. And that's a when you look at the through. people in charge of the PA, there's enough red flags there where yeah. that's a that seven-hour really conversation. There yeah, is. Fair. I don't know what the NHL can do. Uh, Maybe a fine. I don't think they can take away picks for that. Maybe. I don't know. I mean, you can pretty much do what you want as long as you can get the other governors to vote for it. You know, I don't think Bettman can just make a unilateral decision. It came out today, though, that Bill Daly was in the loops. I don't know if that's verified or not. So that's alleged. So who knows? I don't know. And I know it sounds crazy. I know that they would never do it. But find the Jacobs $15 Make them actually hurt in their pocketbooks and make them actually think about, should we have Sweeney and Neely in charge here? You know, because that's that's what it's going to cost them to have ignorant assholes who aren't going to do their research in charge of your organization. Don't be like, oh, here's half a a million dollars. They're not going to notice it gone from their bank account, Brownie. Right. No, I agree with you. Take that 15 million, give half to the diversity alliance, give half to the special hockey I mean, you can do a lot with that money. Yeah. And I think you're 100% right. The only way the Jacobs are going to feel it is if we, the fans, don't go to a game. And that's not going to happen. But that, I, it, it's no longer a fan-driven league. That's the issue. It's a corporate-driven league. They're making millions. Look at the TV deals they're signing. Yeah. That's more than ticket sales. It's uh, you can do the math on your phone. Yeah, you know right. it's a corporate driven league. Hockey Canada corporate driven. Yes, World Juniors gets fans. It's corporate driven. Look at how they survived Edmonton in the summer. You know it. That's where it's going to hurt is when those five ten million dollar a year sponsors say don't want anything to do with you. That's when the Jacobs might think twice about being like, uh, guys, what's going on? Who's got to fall on the sword here? I just have this vision of Jeremy Jacobs going, wait, what, what happened? Like when he looks at his, he looks at his, uh, his Excel sheet or whatever, you know, and, you know, wait, wait, what, what we did? What the Bruins did was. Yeah. I, I mean, I don't even know how much he's involved in the day to day. It's his son and his son has not been seen at all in any of this. And when the agent was on Cam and Strick, he very much danced around who was in those meetings. Yeah. So. That's uh. Shocker. It's, it's an interview you should listen to, please. I, I And again, um, this isn't a plug, a paid plug. Go listen to the interview on Cam and Strick and make your own decisions. Based on the information that's out there, based on the facts, based on the statement, 
cross it, do your own research, analyze everything, and ask yourself if you really think Mitchell Miller deserved a second chance at the time he was given one. And read that's the how I think from the right. victim as well. Hundred percent. That's why I yeah. say look at all information. Go about that. Gay Brownie, we're going to leave it at this here. I, I know your pens are playing tonight. Washington, <laughs> Pittsburgh, your be- your beloved Steeltown Penguins. They get it's a Crosby Ovi matchup. That's the only one worth watching tonight. That's why I'm going to ask you about it. What's your prediction? I would like to see. I, listen, I I enjoy the Penguins. I I'm a big Sid fan. Uh, I would like to see the Pens get off it. I mean, at some point, right? They have to. Sullivan's a good coach. They have a great system. They got one of the a generational player. Uh, there were some things I saw this last week where, uh, you know, Gino's loafing, and which is kind of his mo. But when Latang's not going 100, percent something's there, and I just I have no idea. I don't have any knowledge. I gotta ask you one more because this started up drama on Twitter. Who's had the better career, Malkin or Ovechkin? I would say Malkin. Uh, Ovechkin. I would say Ovechkin, and I'm not an Ovechkin guy. You don't think cup rings are better than records, potential records? I think the cup that Ovechkin won with Washington meant more to the franchise in the city than the ones that Malkin won because of Crosby, where Ovechkin three rings. Yeah, but it was, yeah. but it was, it's, it's, he's got Sid there. Yeah, but look at the supporting cast Ovechkin had. Oshie, know, Backstrom, yeah. Kuznetsov. I don't think that they're – if you're comparing – you see, you're comparing Ovechkin and Malkin. and Career. you, Yeah, I mean, it's a good it's a good debate. It's much – listen, I'd much rather debate this than what we were previously talking about. But you still – Malkin has Sid, where Ovi doesn't have anyone that comes within a football field to Sid. He's got more depth. Uh, I don't know, Sid. Uh, He's not making Brian Russ a superstar. Ovechkin, no, that's fair. That's fair. I just don't like. Actually, I don't like either of their effort. But <laughs> classic rush. Neither, yeah, neither one of them go much past back past the red line. But yeah, I just the physicality of Ovechkin. I just like Ovechkin's game better than Malkin's. That's I mean, I, 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 I can agree with that. If I gotta if I gotta cheer for a player, it's Ovi. If I gotta say one's got a better career, it's Evgeny Malkin. But hey, mm. Brownie, we appreciate you taking the Thank time as always. Me. Love I your work on Morning it. Skate. Love the podcast. We'll talk soon. Thanks, bud. Thank you. It's World Hockey Report. We're back after the break.
the world and watch sports with Sports Travel Tours. How about the English Premier League? Get up close at one of the F1's Grand Prix from Monaco to Singapore and beyond. To the NFL packages, the games in London, and to any across the U.S. Watch the Oilers and Flames with road trip packages to Vegas and beyond. Or if you're a hockey nut like us, the Spangler Cup is a must-see event. Watch Canada this December in Davos at our favorite championship of the year. For details and more, visit sportstraveltours.com today. Get ready to win with Billy's Smelling Salts. Billy's Smelling Salts are for gamers, athletes, and competitors alike who want to get in the zone. Us at World Hockey Report teamed up with Billy's, and if you use the promo code WHR when checking out, you'll save yourself some money. The highest quality smelling salts in the game and at the best price point if you use the promo code WHR on Billy's. Billy's Smelling Salts. Get ready to win. Let's go back, 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 back. Okay, we got the chat going. We got Twitter fired up a little bit. I think it's an interesting debate. Ovi Malkin, who's had the better career. If you got a thought, get it in quick. Uh, straight off the pipe podcast, 20 years from now. Whose name's going to be remembered more? I think the answer is Ovi. That wasn't the question. And you know that. It's not whose name's going to be remembered more. Ovi scored a ton of goals. Everyone's going to remember that. Who's got more cup rings? I think that's how you decide a successful career. Adam wants to talk about the Howlin' Yotes. How about Zach Cassian fueling the Coyotes, who sit one point out of the playoff spot? And uh, how about Matthias Maselli tied? Is it Maselli, Michelli? I don't even remember. Uh, tied for among... All rookies for most points. The desert dogs are buzzing, Adam. I'll give you that. I'll give you that. They've turned it around. They beat Buffalo, though. Kind of sounds weird. We're talking about like, wow, they beat Buffalo. Yeah, the Sabres have been good. Yotes were a little bit better. 4-1 win last night. Okay, NHL tonight, though, and I always go off of starting goaltenders, so we'll break it down for you if you got a thought because it's brought to you by every game. That's where you got to place your bet. Link in our bio. Use promo code WHR. Rant is likely for the Canes against Spencer Knight for the Panthers. Probably staying away from this one. If anything, I will take the over six and a half just because I think there's a chance for, you know, a light shot out performance. Caps and pens. It's Casey DeSmith versus Darcy Camper. Maybe again, that's another over game, but uh, I'm still staying away from it. This is the one I like. Vancouver at Montreal. Demko, Montreal hasn't confirmed a starter. I could see Montembeau being the guy. If anyone's heard, let us know in the chat or on Twitter right now. I don't mind Vancouver. I know it's juicy. I know it's juicy, but you parlay it in with this one. The Anaheim Ducks plus one and a half. Vancouver minus 160. Minus 160. I, I don't hate that at all. Adam's saying he's got no sound. I don't know. I, th I think we got sound. I believe we've got sound. We've got levels. We've got everything coming back. Maybe I'll have to complain to producer Eric. But I think we've got sound. 
so far, so good at least. I'll mess around with the mic and everything. Um, anyways, our picks are going to be up. Pete's got his picks as always. Philly, Pete, another profitable night last night. Go get yourself a Pro Rock Hockey Stick. Go use SeatGeek. Promo code WHR. 20 bucks off your per- first purchase. Heavy Hockey Net says we've got sound. Well, if Heavy Hockey Net's got sound, everyone's got sound. Everyone knows Philly Pete, the betting guru, going to get hot. I saw those client plays popping off. I don't think you can judge better careers by cup rings alone or Messier's career would eclipse Wayne's. Interesting point straight off the pipe. Plus one for you. Not going to win this argument against me on this. Cup rings, those dominate. Those got to dominate. Cup rings, that's what everyone plays for. That's what you spend your whole career trying to get. Philly Pete's got the plays. Heavy Hockey Network's got your best coverage, the best blogs, and of course, everything Oilers. They're buzzing. Big win over Tampa last night. A lot of games going on tonight. Oilers are back in action, I believe, tomorrow against the Carolina Hurricanes. As always, everyone, be kind, be better. We'll talk to you next week. (laughs) 